Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga, Chris and Joe. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News. Oh, good news. The key card worked here, uh, Joe. So off we go. It is uh, week two uh, of the Chris and Joe show. Pleasure to be with you once again. The PGA Tour event, known for the huge crowds, of course, uh, the TPC Scottsdale, continued on Sunday. We got a winner, and I say the winners are all of us in the Valley that got to enjoy the fruits of the fine, fine open. Uh, however, it is my understanding that there was a bit of a, a bit of a bit of whining about the way things went down. Whining, at the people were whining, whining is what it. you call it. Did I say whining? I meant winoing. Mm. There was some winoing going mm-hmm. on at the Phoenix Open, and uh, evidently, some people, including the players, thought that maybe things went a little bit too far. We had a confluence of events out there, shall we say, between uh, the weather. Um, the the alcohol and um, a lot of things flowing in the confluence. Oh, and then also just the way the WM Phoenix Open is kind of branded of it's it's rowdy, it's it's unlike any other event, and and it all came to a perfect storm on Saturday when around two o'clock the WM Open made the decision of, hey, we're not going to let anybody else in. We want to uh, thin the crowd out a little bit. And what I've gathered from reading through the the stories that I've looked at on it, um, water piling up all over on the course, making it tougher for people to walk around. So you had these bottlenecks that would show up in certain points. And they also cut off the concessions for a while. Not only the bottlenecks, but the long neck bottles, too, I think were a problem because we had people that were screaming that they, they wanted more beer, Joe. Mm. Let me see if I can get. Okay. So, yeah, audio's a little hot. Our engineer over there just had a heart attack, but that's fine. Uh, so, they want beer. We want beer. We want beer. We want beer. They couldn't have been too drunk. They were all chanting it in unison. <laughs> then they spelled it correctly. I mean, what is that? So well, we, I didn't detect a slur or anything. No, you're right. There, <laughs> I appreciate your sobriety test. Thank you. It's very good. Uh, so we do have uh, people around the station had been there as well. I know you went to talk to the boss. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, what closed his door on you? Was not available. I know that he, I didn't get a, I didn't get a report back on that one. Boss wasn't down there, but we. Oh, he was not down there. No, okay. I, I did go hunting for others. One of them who I did find was our lead editor from KTAR.com, Danny Shapiro, here with us now. Danny, you were out there on Saturday. Have uh, Chris and I described the scene aptly? Obviously, bad weather uh, led to poor conditions on the course and the usual level of rowdiness, or did it supersede the usual usual level of rowdiness out there? There was ebbs and flows, for sure. Um, we got there a little earlier in the afternoon, uh, went through on the Princess side. Where I don't know if you're familiar. We actually went through the Princess and got in. Super easy. It was hole five. Uh, thought it was going to be a chill day. Decided, let's walk over to 16. What's going on over there? Where things are most definitely where, not so chill. Obviously usually. not so chill, but... Before we even got to 16, it was so muddy everywhere. People were falling. Uh, you had to walk up hills. You had to walk down hills. My goal was just not to fall over and get all, you know, muddy. Everyone was still, so many people wearing white. Horrible mistake on Saturday. Yeah, it's not even Memorial Day yet. <laughs> so hold off on that, right? 
it reminded me, in fact, I think I Joe, you and I were texting about this topic this morning, and I think I even sent it. It sounds like Woodstock. It sounds like things were just out of control and there was just mud everywhere. Oh. And then you said they were supposed to cut people off from coming in, but I was just reading one of the articles that the, the Republic had that said, eh, at one point, people were just wandering in. No, I, I talked to somebody this morning who said, you know, obviously, 2 o'clock, any open expert knows if you're getting out there at two o'clock that's a little late in the game when they yeah. shut the, when they shut the entrance off out there but he said so at two o'clock when that happened essentially if you wanted to still get in you basically just found a way in and yeah they wouldn't scan your ticket but you still could get in if you were rule abiding you would stay out but if you wanted to find a way into the open, you could get around. So that leaves you with nothing but hooligans and digital media editors that are, that are <laughs> That's left all that there. was out there was people falling uh, and I don't know which one wife. I am, a hooligan <laughs> or a digital media editor. Maybe it's a little bit of both. So, so, Danny, when you got there, I mean, were you able to take in some of the events or did, were you so distracted by yeah. what was off the course? I mean, yeah. this is kind of what I'm getting is that like it superseded what the whole event well, was about. So 16 was so busy when we actually went there. We decided let's go to 15 right next door. Store, sit in the grandstands, yeah. watch a little golf, wait for it to die down a little bit. Right. When we're in there at 15, they shut off the entrances and the exits in the area, so we could not leave, we could not come in. So you are, so, are a prisoner at the 15th hole. Prisoner, exactly. And when I mean you couldn't get in, you couldn't get out, there was not restroom access, there was not concession access, nothing. So there's people sitting next to us who are split up with their with their groups. And the their open, friends can't get in, they can't get out. And the open was doing that to try to just control some of the crowd and get people moving so that it yeah. wasn't just just a glut of people. Of course, but for us stuck in the middle of that, um, I had to tell my friends I was with, look, I need to use the restroom. Thank you. But um, I, if, if I don't come back here, I will make sure there's a way we'll find each other. But I also told them, I will make it back here. I don't care who I have to sweet talk. I will make it happen. I ended up at 16 in kind of like one of the skybox areas. I had to use the restroom. I talked to the security guard. I was like, I don't know, take my phone, take my wallet, whatever. Yeah. Just let me use the restroom. I want to come back out. That's all I need in my life right now. It's just and, the restroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I needed. I mean, that was my question because you said there were no restrooms, and I'm thinking people have been drinking beer all day, and now they're stuck on a green with no restrooms. That's a recipe for disaster. It was such a recipe for disaster. They're kicking people out. I mean, it was it was kicking it was people out who were getting rowdy. Yeah, of course, you know, and that's what you expect. It's sure, the, it's the open. That's you know, that's what it's known for. Greatest you know show on grass. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was just such a mess for a while. I didn't know what we were going to do. And at one point, it got so cleared out because no one can go in and out. We just walked into the 16th hole and. Got seats in the grandstands. Well, you can't really? normally do that at two or three o'clock on a Saturday in this tournament. There was times where we could just sit anywhere we want because there were so many people shuffling out. There wasn't alcohol sales. It wasn't like there was a PA system there where they're letting everyone know that they're not selling alcohol or not doing con concessions. So, yeah, it was quite the mess. It ended up working out okay for us in the long run because you were sober. I, mm, yeah, enough. Were, you know, I ambulatory. I, absolutely, I yeah. knew what I was doing you out didn't there. Fall over. Right. But, you know, as I was telling Joe earlier, my shoes are still so muddy. They're not inside my house. I don't want to touch them. I might just want to throw them away. I purposely wore old shoes for that reason. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a good summation of the of the weekend of that Saturday. Muddy, absolute mess. Uh, still fun. But, uh, yeah, it was 
it, it was it was a lot to deal with. So, Danny, let me ask you one more thing. Who was at the uh, the Phoenix Open on Saturday? W- one last thing. If you had if you had to do it all over again, if I were to tell you, hey, I got tickets to next year Saturday, it might rain on all night like cats and dogs on Friday night. Could be a repeat of what happened in twenty four. Are you going? Not a chance you in wouldn't the do world. It. Even though you did Absolutely just say not. it was still fun. It if was, it's usually it a 9 fun. or 10, what was Saturday like for you? Uh, it was like a 7, maybe a 6. But you'd uh, maybe go to Thursday, Friday, or Sunday instead. Absolutely. I, I I would probably go to Thursday or Friday. Sunday is just so difficult with being in the Super Bowl. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it was still a good time. Was but it the mayhem or was it the, the mud that really was the, the biggest it, it was, problem? It was the mud. I feel like a lot of us in general have dealt with the mayhem. Uh, okay. Whether it just doesn't matter. Like, you know what you're going there for. You anticipate a certain level of mayhem. But, yeah, the the mud and not being able to go to normal places that you are, especially for people, especially for people who are used to being at this tournament, used to sitting on the hills and, you know, doing in a certain way, it was quite the disruption, and uh, that was the biggest thing. I I was just happy I was able to get in an Uber and get back to where I needed to be because there's a lot of people walking out of there that were not going to be allowed in any sort of car oh. because of how messy they were, and that was just how the tournament was. That's so, gross. Yeah, it was gross. All right, so uh, good news. Uh, I guess maybe next year we have Tide sponsor the tournament. Uh, just. Thinking out loud here. Danny Shapiro, our uh, digital editor from KTAR News. Thanks, Danny. I appreciate you coming in. So what's the why, Joe? Why are the golfers? The golfers were very tense about this. As Danny said, it seemed to be more the mud and the weather. But the golfers were getting a little anxious when it came to dealing with some of the uh, the, the party-like atmosphere. And what is the most party-rific, party-ish, the most celebratory, is the word I'm looking for, uh, a date on the tour. Why? That is next on KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. The Chris and Joe Show. Why were the golfers getting so huffy about the Open? The players got all worked up when things got rowdy at the Open. And I got to tell you, uh, Joe Hazinga, I think maybe the golfers are part of the problem. I know that's sacrilege to say, really? but uh, I got to tell you, I think maybe the golfers are a part of the problem. Now, obviously, I think the weather played a significant role. But if you're a golfer mm-hmm. and you're going out to the WM Phoenix Open. Yes. I do think, you know, the weather pushed things over the level of what we've seen in the past. It seems like with people falling over, not being able to get beer when they want their beer. Obviously, they're chanting that, that, you know, we want beer. But you know what you sign up for when you go out there, right? If you're, if especially... Are you making my point for me? Not trying you did. to. Yeah. You know what you signed up for when you go out there. As a golfer, you know what you signed up for. But if you're a golfer, now I'll... I'll play the other side here and and you can make your point which i just stole from you (laughs) so i'm a golfer that was my point i don't need it any longer sorry chris it's good didn't mean to do that to you buddy (laughs) Uh, so i'm a golfer and i say hey uh, i do expect a, a rowdy good time but People are coming unglued. Hey, the WM Phoenix Open needs to have a better plan in place to make sure that it doesn't cross the line that was crossed this year. What do you say to that? 
I don't think that's a, a bad proposal. I think that the player should have input. I think there should be feedback. I think that's fine. No problem with that at all. It seems very reasonable to me mm-hmm. uh, that that the PGA should be doing that after every tournament, not just this one, but every tournament should be say, asking for player feedback always and mm-hmm. then value that player feedback as well as fan feedback. They should do all of that. If I'm if I'm a fan out there, though, I, I would say you know what you, you do know what you sign up for. Like if you don't want this, no rule says you have to come on this tour stop. And a lot of the biggest names at times do choose to skip this event, or yeah. maybe they come earlier in their career. And usually at some point in time they do roll through Phoenix. But nobody says, "Hey, guess what? You have to put up with uh, you know rowdy fans and you know." In an insane good time for four days. Okay, you you probably know golf better than I do, but um, is this this is the second date on the tour, isn't it? Was it Tory Pines is the first, and the, the Farmers Open, and then this is it's the second. Er, it's early it's in early the calendar, anyway, right? So, I mean, really, for a lot of these golfers, I know you want to win on the tour. I get that, right? Tour wins are huge, but, but it's also not a major. It's not a major, right? So this is kind of a tune-up. This is uh, you know for us duffers, it's like. Ah, I haven't done this in a while. You know, this is the first time I've swung the stick this year, right? That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We warm up. We get our, our muscle memory back. That's really what a lot of these golfers are probably going through as far as, like, the stakes, right? They they do train in the offseason. I get that. But the stakes are now here. So I feel like some of them are taking it a bit too seriously, the I, golfers. Sure. And one of my questions, too, is has the reputation of the event has it preceded itself a little bit too? Like I, when I would go out there, I was more of a, either a Thursday or a Sunday kind of guy. Usually I would want to go out there on one of the days when it's more about the golf and it's not the, Hey, look at this ridiculous onesie that I'm going to wear and dress up with my buddies. I get it. I want to, I want to see fan. You want to see golf. Yeah. I would go check out the 16th hole, but I have not been since it became the stadium, and that's the only way you can get in. Back when I was going out, back in my day, I was say, man, the, you the 16th hole, you could still sit in a chair, yeah. and it wasn't this whole stadium. So That's when woods were still made of wood. <laughs> not that far back. I remember those days. <laughs> um, our irons used to rust right in front of our eyes. So now, though... If you go out there on Friday or Saturday, are you expected to contribute to the crazy? No, of course not. But you are also expected to know you're at TPC Scottsdale. You're at the the WM Open. But if people are getting kicked out, to me, you went too far. And I'm sure that happens at every tournament out there. But... I bet it happens more at the WM Open than some others. Do you think that future events are going to be as rambunctious as this year? Future WM Open? Mm-hmm. Phoenix Opens? Yeah. Well, the weather's going to... It's going to rain so if it wants to. Like, we can't control the, the the weather pattern. And the golf course, to some degree, is what it is, too. What are you going to do? Flatten out some of these hills so that water can't collect in certain areas? No, I mean, it's going to happen. Maybe you could put in some more drainage. and you But could the ha- weather was a was a unique thing this right. year, right? You could put in some more drainage. Danny mentioned that they came in the princess entrance. I thought there was only the one way in, the way that you traditionally see online where people are running to yeah, get. Yeah, the bull run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's how I thought everybody got in. I didn't realize there was another way in. But there's not a lot of ways in and ways out. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know what they're going to do. So here's the deal. They have to be very cautious right now. 
And here's the why. Like organizers right? of the event? Absolutely. Okay. So it was rowdy this year, rowdier than usual. We agree on that. I don't think anybody disagrees. It was rowdier than it's been. And in many cases, the weather played a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, nothing kills a party faster than somebody screaming, the cops are coming. And I get that you're the guy that wants to go to the frat party just to listen to the music, but most people are there to socialize and drink, okay? so <laughs> I'm there to people watch a right, little bit. Right, yeah. so the th- And that's great for the open, too. Go, enjoy. People yeah. watch away. But and- I'm not going to be one of the people who's who's taking part in that. I just I want to see the other people You're do a it. member of the court. You don't want to be the jester. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. But if the authorities start to crack down... And you're talking 200,000 fans a day that are pouring through the gates and then pouring pints. Sometimes I think it's more than that, even. I'm on the low side then. 200,000, right? So they've got to be very cautious when they move forward because this is a chance early in the season to grab new fans. They'll watch the rest of the year. They'll pick up their clubs. They'll hit the golf courses the rest of the year. We bring people in from out of town who fill up the golf courses this week. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that they needed a lot of help filling up the golf courses this week, but it's done, right? You crush that momentum before it starts, you're going to pay the price. And now the PGA has to worry about live golf. Well, you before, go- they didn't have to worry about that. Now they've got competition. And live golf apparently tried to recreate this out in Vegas the same week as the WM Open, and it, and it didn't didn't hit, is what uh, Dan Bickley from Arizona Sports said, that they tried to replicate it, and it wasn't there. Might be a number of reasons for that, uh, which we could dive into later. One, they're they're fledgling. Two, there's already a party in Vegas. I don't know that they needed to do that. Uh, I do have some thoughts on what the PGA can do going forward. I feel like they have three options. But but you definitely don't want to overcorrect, and maybe some things do need to change, and we should talk about that. All right, so is it overcorrecting or is it picking a lane? And if you don't make a correction, like I feel like there's a fine line they have to walk right now. Well, we'll ask you here, 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-5827. Did you see things as, quote unquote, out of control? Uh, And then what changes would you make? Did you think that the WM Phoenix Open was out of control? And if so, what changes would you make? We'll get your thoughts again. 602-277-KTAR. Now imagine spending tens of thousands of dollars to see the Open only to have some drunk ruin your good time. I have to wonder, who's at fault? That is next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Chris Merrill, Joe Izinga. If you uh, pulled up KTAR.com, you saw us uh, chatting uh, during the commercial break. The audio is off, which is just as well, uh, but the, the video is still on, so you can see us chatting, and all of a sudden, there's just this light bulb that goes off in my head, Joe. Mm. Just a, there was a ding sound. It only happened in my mind, but mm-hmm. there was a ding sound, uh, and it was clear. I made mention earlier... As we were talking about the the WM Phoenix Open, and it turned chaotic here over the weekend. It, it turned into a bit of a a little bit of a mess. I don't want to say it was an embarrassment. It was yeah, just it was a rowdy. We want beer. We want beer. We want beer. And it reminded me. I, I made mention it was muddy. People were getting unruly. Um, it was a festival like atmosphere. It was more like Woodstock than it was a PGA. Tour stop. Yeah. That was what I thought. Gates closed, but people are just pouring right on in. It got me thinking about the fact that nowhere else on the PGA Tour do you have the elites 
mixing with the blue collars, right? Or at the very least, even if it's not blue collar, let's just say it's our more uh, primal behavior. Okay, so you may know which side the salad fork goes on, but you don't have to for the the Phoenix Open. Is it the right? It goes. It's the far left side. So (laughs) you don't have to. You could get in, even though you don't know where the fork goes. It's a it's a mixture of elite and blue collar. And I think what happens is. We even talked about this before last week when we talked about the Post Malone concert and how it was strange seeing people that you otherwise would never see at a Post Malone concert who were like, I love this song. This fellow with the face tattoos seems like such a nice boy. No, that's the person you drive by on the freeway most of the time. But here you are enjoying the concert. Right? It'd be really weirded out when it's a mix. Their buddy, the Postmate, showed up at the Super Bowl yesterday, too. Yeah. And saying America the Beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the only place on tour where it happens. And I think it makes some people very uncomfortable. And I think what we saw was the combination of Happy Gilmore meets John Daly over the weekend with the weather thrown in. It was a culmination of a number of different things. And not only that, but I saw that seats to the 16th. Well, you see, they put those uh, seat that was almost like movie theater style seating. Oh, the loungers? No, 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 no. It was like the 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 boring row seating. Okay. Like it was torn out of an old theater, right? That's what was along the, the tee box at the 16th. $24,000 a chair. Oof. Twenty four grand. Now, if you paid $24,000 for a chair, first of all, I don't care how wealthy you are. That's ridiculous. Second, if you did pay that much, you don't want some drunk screaming behind you, right? But isn't that what you sign up for when you go out you to this event? You paid $24,000 for a chair at the Happy Gilmore John Daly Invitational is what you did. How do you not know that's coming? Let's back up for a second here, Please. too. You said this makes some people uncomfortable. Unpack that for me. Who is it making uncomfortable? The 24000 Yes. So it's making the elite of the elite uncomfortable, despite the fact that you're arguing, to some degree, they, they want to be out there amongst the chaos? I think... Think that, or do they want it to be like any other golf tournament? I think many of them say it's a PGA event. I know they serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can let your hair down, but your hair needs to be cut first. Oh, simple solution. We're uh, alcohol-free holes. That's what I came up with. This is why you're the most popular guy on this radio show. People are like, Joe, that was a brilliant solution. Yeah, like the third hole. That's yeah. where you go if you want a nice, clean, family fun environment. If you want a little rowdier, if yeah. it, then that's holes like a 9 through 12. Someplace with some soda pop on 9 through 12. Is and that what you're telling you me? if you really want it to come unglued, that's like 16. Whoa! Organic lemonade? <laughs> what are you, nuts? How would you fix it? Um, was it out of control? What changes would you make? I have some suggestions. The phone number is 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. Uh, you want to grab Mike uh, in Phoenix. Mike, do you have an idea of what we can do to make this better? Well, the 16th hole, first thing in the morning, they have a, what they call the running of the bros. Yeah. So it's like the running yeah. of the bull. So, I mean, if you want to eliminate the rowdiness, you can get rid of that. That would be the first part, I guess. But, you know, I, I personally don't. I've, I've witnessed it. I've not participated in it because w- I'm fat and slow, so it, it doesn't do me any good. Same. Uh, Same. 
But um, we're more, yeah, you, you and know me I mean? were more of a think, rolling think, of the bros, right? Uh, if it's you, right, and that, would, that would, yeah, I would, yeah. I'm, I would be good at that one, that one contest <laughs> where they chase the wheel of cheese down the hill. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I think you know, I mean, it's the Phoenix Open. It's been like this ever since it went out there. I think, tell you the truth, from from when it, they used to play it at the Phoenix Country Club down down Central Phoenix. Yeah, so. It, the the players know what's happening. The fans know what's going to happen. It's I, I don't I I don't know. I, I just think that you know if you really wanted to cut it, cut back on that stuff, I think Joe had a good idea. Non alcoholic holes. Okay, but that's it. There Thanks, we Mike. Go. What a terrible call that was. Oh, that was great. So I think I see three different ways that the PGA can go when it comes to Phoenix. Four. The 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 one is don't do anything. Just leave it. And let it let it kind of go its own direction. I don't think that's necessarily a very good idea. I think they want to have some control over what the tour stop looks like in the future. Yeah, you don't want to do that because at what point does it cross a line and really become dangerous where they're held liable for something out there? And that is so out of control they can't bring it back. Correct. Right, got to get ahead Or where they start to lose the crowd and they they have less people show So up. there's the, there's the hang-up. Here's where I think you can go. One, you can pick the party lane. Right. You can go. We're all in. You become the accessible, the fun, maybe not as elegant of golf, kind of the NASCAR of the little white ball world, which I think is some of what they've been in the last few years. Definitely around the 16th hole for sure. You could you could say, listen, jeans and T-shirts for all the players. We are we are the one stop crack a beer shop, whatever it is. They're not going to do this. I don't think it's the right solution either. I think that goes too far. I think it's too far from their brand. The other is you can pick the stodgy lane. And I think that this is where their brand is right now elsewhere. You could turn the Phoenix Open into what the rest of the tour is. It is bag, boring a golf. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. You can let live golf be the rebel tournament. You can seed all the fun to them, and then you can maintain an undertaker sense of thrill on the course, which is exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I can't wait for the lemonade. I may have a second glass this time with ice cubes. (laughs) It's delicious. I love coming out here. (laughs) Old white guys are going to love it. Then they die, and so will the PGA. Here's where I think they should go. They got to get some control, but not too much control, right? Be who people expect you to be. You have an identity. Some sort of measured approach, though. Yes. There is one party-like event the entire year. The rest of the year, it can be for the Cutterbuck and the polo types, right? This is the event where you can lean in to show some dimension, some personality, bring some more people into your sport. You got the running of the bros to get to the bleachers at 16 for Pete's sake. Limit alcohol sales. You can use tickets or something. Joe and I talked about this. Joe does not like the drink ticket idea. No. You could just cap the total number of drinks that can be sold. You can say, listen, we've got 500,000 beers, and once they're all gone, they're all gone. Right? You could do that. Whatever it is. If you got to cap it, you got to cap it. I also think you have to increase the presence of security. And maybe most importantly, tell the golfers to chill out. Country club sports have this habit of taking themselves too seriously. And we saw that this weekend with golfers getting antsy about people talking during backswings. And you know what? It's a party tournament. It's not a major. There's no green jacket at the end. You got to channel your inner happy Gilmore and learn a lesson from the D-backs who thrived when the crowd got loud. In football, in hockey, in baseball, in basketball, the louder the crowd, the better the performance. Imagine a World Series where the stakes are way higher than an early season golf outing. 
And at the World Series, imagine if they told the crowd, quiet during the ninth inning, please. The concert needs to, the, the pitcher needs to concentrate. All quiet, please. If we can have all of Chase Field, just be quiet now. The pitcher is getting ready for their windup. Thank you. Forget that. There's also only, a, oh, really, the 16th hole that's like that. Now, yes, you're going to have somebody get a little loose on the course and do that here and there. Yeah. But for the most part, it is pretty contained. To that hole. So it's fixed. No so if problem. you walk to 16, that's where you have to expect, hey, anything goes here pretty much. But I've been out there on the course plenty of years. And if you're out on you know, the fourth hole, the seventh hole, 10, the vast majority, everything but pretty much 15 through 18, everything's pretty chill. It's great. Y- it seems just like a normal golf tournament. All right. Then there's no problem. All you stodgy people just leave after the 14th. Get out of there. Otherwise, let the rest of us have some fun. We'll get your calls next, 602-277-5827. What's your solution? And and just uh, the curveball that we all saw, perhaps the slice, if you will, sports-specific at this year's Open, was out of anybody's control. So maybe we're actually putting the blame on the wrong people. That is next, the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Ruckus at the Phoenix Open, the, the WM Phoenix Open, TPC Scottsdale, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so we had uh, all kinds of shenanigans going on, and people say, well, it got out of hand this week. But a lot of that had to do with the weather, which is in nobody's control, right? Although, uh, Joe, I think you hinted at this earlier when you said, can they do something about drainage, or did you talk about re- reconfiguring the course? Uh, so, I mean, the mud was a big problem. Sure, but yes, is there a way that they can, you know, do something to put in more, you know, storm drains, things like that to make the water run off smoother, faster? We did get a lot of rain, but but I don't think you could do that on the whole course. To some degree, the golf course is what it is. You could probably make it a little better. This was a bit anomalous, though, wasn't it? You don't remember seeing it this bad, do you? I've been out here 20-plus years. I've been out to the open a handful of times, and I do not recall it even raining for the most part. And, I mean, remember what happened last week, too. We got a bunch of rain, but if you look just to the west of us, that system was flooding out. I mean, I think San Diego was still underwater from everything that was coming across. And, of course, that comes here. And we saw that everything that happened in northern Arizona, Becky Lynn had all the, the news on this with the snow. And what, they get four feet of snow or something in, mm-hmm. in Flagstaff? And yep. So, I mean, it, it, I think this was it was just a one-off. I think the weather aspect, anyway, was a one-off. And I think everything else is easier to control if that weather uh, cooperates. Let's go out to the phones. Let's talk with Craig. Craig, what do you think the solution is to do with the open? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that there is a solution. Um, I called in because it sounded like you guys were on the narrative that the golfers just needed to suck it up, and and you know the the some of the spectators just needed to chill out, and the players needed to chill out, and I just don't think that's right. Um, I don't think a golfer growing up in the game and playing and competing is 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 ready for somebody 20 yards away with a small rope, you know, between them and the, and the 5,000 spectators or whatever it is and getting heckled and having stuff yelled in their backswing, et cetera. I think the, the mob mentality, the crowd mentality fused with a little alcohol, you know, puts people over the edge and 
makes them a lot braver when they're standing amongst 20 of their friends. Yeah, I think you're probably right, Craig. But I mean, the biggest, uh, uh, forgive me, but this sounds like a country club complaint in a country club sport that it's it's really unnerving that somebody uh, yells in their backswing. Um I mean, well, have, have you have you played golf? Yeah, of course I've played golf, and frankly, you can't make my game any worse than it already is. <laughs> but the, the right, so so you know how difficult the game is. Like, I do, I do. Is probably the most ever... demanding, most stressful game, especially when you're you know playing for your livelihood. These guys are not all millionaires. Some of them are playing in it for the first time, maybe the second time. They're trying to do the best they can. And the crowd just doesn't seem to have any respect. Isn't there also an expectation, though, Craig, that when you go out to the WM Phoenix Open, you know that the 16th hole is going to be rowdy. You know that there's going to be people out there who might be a little too liquored up. And, hey, I need to push through that. And I can say something to a a ranger or a marshal and (laughs) have somebody tossed out. But don't the golfers need to exercise a modicum of patience with the crowd, too? Doesn't it go both ways? I mean... I've played in it twice, and and you go into the arena, and you expect that. Yes, 100%. Um, but is it right? No. You know, when, when, I'm, when I'm standing there hitting a shot, and, you know, my seven-year-old son is, is behind the ropes, and someone in the crowd is yelling obscenities or, or questioning why is this guy even playing in the tournament and blah, 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 like, <laughs> that kind of stuff just is is human nature gone awry, and again, it's the crowd mentality. So, people that just get all kinds of uh, alcohol in their system plus a little extra bravery, they just feel like they I, can say whatever they want. Yeah, you and I listen, Craig. You and I actually can agree on that because I've I've dealt with trolls online, and I I hear you. I I know how it can affect you. So I appreciate the call, and I will respectfully disagree with your opinion, but I uh, I will hope that we come away uh, respecting one another. Uh, Shifting forward here, by the way, another big story. One Arizona university could be to blame significantly for the decay of morals in America. And it may be time for you to reexamine your alma mater allegiance. That is next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News.